Hello and welcome to Even the Trunchbull, our show about children's books and why we still love them as adults. She's Nina. They're Matt. And we think that children's books are for everyone because we've all been kids. Even, Even the, the Trunchbull. Trunchbull. They're all mistakes, children. Filthy, nasty things. Glad I never was one. From Roald Dahl's beloved Matilda, despite her protestations. Every episode we review one picture book and one chapter book. Well, normally. Well, normally. We started off with books we read as kids. You know the thing by now. We get suggestions. If you'd like to suggest one, email us at eventhetrunchbull at gmail.com. All that stuff. All that stuff. But this... This was requested by no one but me. This is Nina's own pet project. It's the second time we've done that now. It's the much-anticipated return of the Kevin the Carrot Christmas special. Yay! Woo! And this year, we have Kevin the Carrot, No Carrot Left Behind. <laughs> which straight away is just fantastic. What a title. It is. Kevin's been in the news again this year because the toys associated with this story sold out within hours of being dropped. 70,000 people went on the Aldi website to buy them and crashed it. People queued in the rain and snow for four (laughs) hours to get the Kevin toys. It's so weird that it must have been one of those things in a marketing meeting that they were like, yeah, sure, we'll just do this little carrot thing. And it's like taken off. It's so crazy. It's really taken off. But they've nailed it this year. So last year, of course, for anyone who remembers, they did A Christmas Carol. Um, if you haven't listened back, well, I think it's one of one of our better ones. I think so. Ironically, seen as it's just like a daft little Christmas special. But um, we somewhat <laughs> slated the Christmas Carol one. We sort of thought, really lovely idea, but fundamentally doesn't work as a story. We thought it didn't quite work. This year, they have upped their game. It is... It is so good. It is really good. So it's a rip-off of Home Alone, right? Set the premise up at the beginning. You sort of go, oh, okay, I can see what they're doing. And then they do the picture of, like, the classic bit from the film of Kevin's mum with her little bob haircut slapping her hands to her cheeks with a big round mouth going, Kevin! And they've just nailed it. Like, you see that picture and they're like, oh, it's uh, Kevin McAllister's mum. Remember that from the film, Nina? Mm-mm. That's why you're here. I have never seen that film. It's so crazy. <laughs> when I told this to Matt last night, listeners, Matt asked me if I lived in the bin. <laughs> but still, I could tell that this was a Home Alone ripoff. I mean, is this the Home Alone house on the cover here? Yeah, pretty much. And it's, you know, the Kevin pose with like the, the sort of the scream, you know, the hands on the cheeks and the ah. Yeah. And of course, it's it's just a gimme. He's called Kevin. It's the same writer as Lester. So who's who's the writer? This is by Stephanie Moss and illustrated by Hannah Wood. And that is the same team that made last year's book as well. So well done, Stephanie and Hannah. They have smashed it out of the park. So you might be thinking, for anyone who um, grew up at any point in the last 30 years and is alive and knows Home Alone, the wildly popular Christmas film, how have they translated it to cute little Kevin the Carrot marketing kids story? I mean, they've done quite well. They have, and crucially, what they've done in order to do that is they've just tweaked it slightly so that Kevin is actually sort of the recipient of most of his devilish traps that he sets up, rather than being like this worrying psychopath child. 
Mm. who um, physically and mentally tortures some home invaders. So Kevin in this is the dad, not the child. That's important as well. Oh, is he? Right. That's his established character that he's been for years, is the dad of the Carrot family. Oh, right. You know what it is, though? Like, that flips it back round for me and makes it a bit weird again. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, I'm, I'm sure most people know the story of Home Alone. For anyone who doesn't, Kid gets left at home by mistake by his family who go off in a rush to Paris on the holidays. And then he gets left home alone and it's all very traumatic and it works out on the end. But in the meantime, some burglars decide to invade the home and Kevin smashes them in the head with paintings, pierces their feet with glass, drops an iron on their face. Oh my God, I'm glad I haven't seen this. I don't think I'd enjoy this. Yeah, and then and then it's all fine, and and the baddies go to prison, um, and Kevin bafflingly doesn't. In Kevin the Carrot, Kevin the Carrot thinks there are home invaders. Like he hears something outside and starts setting all these booby traps. But then he yeah. gets caught in his own traps. Yeah, and then his family come home, and it's all fine. Oh, and then the. Santa's elves are knocking at the door. That's what he was hearing. And they say, That's right. we wanted to visit but couldn't get in. And so he lets everybody in. Um, and then Katie and the three carrot kids come back. And that's a good thing because Santa has got stuck in the booby trap in the chimney and they all have to help him out. I suppose it ends the way that any Christmas film ends, yeah. that everyone's all... Together and happy. Yeah. So, right, so I was reading that thinking... Kevin was the kid, as in the film. And you go, oh, that's kind of cool. It's the same sort of premise. Kid's home alone, gets a bit spooked. Now that I know it's the dad, it's kind of weird again. What? (laughs) Right, so a man sleeps in, wakes up, and his family have gone on holiday. Yeah. And he immediately descends into this spiral of madness where he assumes people are trying to break in and starts tipping glass toys all over the floor. It's not glass toys. It's quite a lot more harmless than that. Well, it's still... It's baubles. I mean, it is. It's glass toys. Little harmless baubles until you stand on them. It's it's lower stakes. I mean, really, this is just the story of someone going on holiday to have an affair, isn't it? <laughs> Read between the lines. Katie comes back. She does. She has a change of heart. She decides that family's more important than lust. At Christmas. At Christmas. <laughs> She'll go in the new year. <laughs> she's off. She's not. She, yeah, she's sticking with the family for Christmas. But come the new year, she is out of there. So the writing is in the same rhyming scheme as the classic poem by Clement Seymour, A Visit from St. Nicholas, better known as Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yeah. And quite well done. Yeah, I mean, it scans better than Twas the Night Before Christmas does. One snowy white evening before the big day, the carrots were packing for a Christmas away. They dashed around the house when at last it was time to leave for their flight at a quarter to nine. Katie relaxed, but it wasn't for long. Kevin's not here. I knew something was wrong. In fact, he was sleeping and snuggled up tight, exhausted from rushing around all last night. So it's sort of that ba 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 rhyming scheme, which is quite fun. Well done, Stephanie Wood. And then what we have immediately after that when he finally woke, he was all on his own. I cannot believe that they left me alone. <laughs> love it. I love it. The vegetable puns are all around. Brilliant. 
Did you catch the little reference to last year's story? Uh, no. Where's that? So when he's creeping down the corridor with the lights turned out, there's all these photographs of his family on the wall, and there's a portrait of Ebanana Scrooge. Oh, so there is, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Nice. I enjoyed that a lot. Little nice, callback. Nice. I think this works quite well, um, as demonstrated by me, as it works as a story, even if you're not familiar with the work it's ripping off, which was the problem with last year's book, is that it didn't work yeah. if you weren't familiar with A Christmas Carol. This is fine if you don't know Home Alone. Yeah. This works on the child level and the grown-up level. I wanted to say a little something about the disability representation in this book, which I thought was really interesting. So in the double-page spread where Kevin lets the elves into the house, the elves are all around in a sleigh, and one of the elves is a wheelchair user. And my first reaction was, that's really cool to just have that there, incidentally. And then I thought... But you know what, Hannah would, what would have been really cool, because I can't see how that wheelchair gets up onto that sleigh, would have been to like visually design an accessible sleigh where you could see how this elf uses this yeah. sleigh. It wouldn't have to be in the text, but that would have been so cool. I already think it's so cool that as a wheelchair using elf, to be clear, but I think you could have gone one further. Yeah, definitely. Um, but this is good. Honestly, like, as a story, really good. this works. Was last year the first one, or has it been no, going longer? it's just the first time we covered it. It's been going for years, but I think they're getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. No, this is streets ahead. It feels like they've hit their stride. Because mm-hmm. last year it felt like it was really aimed at the adult collectors of Kevin memorabilia, which is fine, but yeah. didn't really work for a child. This really works on both levels. Like, if you're familiar with the film that it's referencing, I guess it's extra funny. You said something about Katie Carrot's hair. She just looks exactly like the mum off Home Alone. I mean, I don't know how they get away with this. <laughs> well, I I was wondering. I'm assuming they probably have had a conversation about rights, or it's or they've just worked it so it's just different enough. I don't know because what Aldi's sort of famous for at the moment is being in these court cases about plausible deniability, right? Do you remember the whole thing last year with um, Cuthbert the Caterpillar? Oh, yeah, of course. That is their thing. And now they're in another one with Lint about their Lindor rip-off things. Right. Lint are saying the packaging and the product is too similar. And they're like, what do you mean? Your box is red, our box is blue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, cheeky Aldi. Yeah, I mean, 100% they haven't got the rights then. No. But it's great. Never mind the film production company, that specific actor who plays Kevin's mum could definitely come after them for image rights because it is, like, undeniably her. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. And Um, obviously the defence would be, uh, no, you're not a carrot. (laughs) Exactly, that's what they'll say. (laughs) So let's prognosticate for next year. What do you think they'll do next year and what do you think they should do? Oh, I mean, I think now they've done Home Alone, like, all bets are off, right? Like... I think they've done Murder on the Orient Express one year. Right, right. I don't know, maybe they will do Die Hard. <laughs> I'd love to see them do Die Hard in an accessible way. I think that, that'd be fun. Um, I want them to do Clement Seymour's actual poem, or a rip-off of it, because I was learning about that this week. What was the night before Christmas? Yeah. And I read the actual poem. It's long, mind, isn't it? It is long. You'd, you'd have to shorten it, and... Um, 
it is out of copyright now, so everybody's done a version. But that, that's perfect, right? But what's interesting is if you read the poem without any of the accompanying art, you realise that nobody has illustrated this poem exactly as intended by the author. For one, St Nicholas and his reindeer are all thumb-sized, they're little elves, and they don't fly. They just run along the grass. Like, this is one of the first modern sort of imaginings of the Santa character. Eh? What? Is is thumb-sized in the poem? Yeah! Is he? Yes, but Kevin the Carrot is also thumb-sized. I've never picked up on that. Where in that, where in that poem is Santa a borrower? Shall I read it to you? I can. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wandering eyes did appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St Nick. He's tiny! I guess, yeah, I guess that's fair. There's a bit later on about him being a jolly little elf. Right. I mean, I don't know that necessarily thumb-sized is... Maybe the sleigh's just far away. Maybe they've got quite a tall house. I mean, also, I don't know about the size of your thumbs, but... I don't. I wouldn't say that a carrot is thumb-sized either, really. It could be a baby carrot. Those little baby <laughs> carrots, maybe. No, it was the night before Christmas. Would be good. That'd be that'd be a nice season. Oh, we could do Edgar Allan Poe. That'd be good. They did the Raven. The Raven. It's not Christmas, but it'd be great. I don't know. As soon as I said that, I was like, "That's not." I sort of feel like it's a Christmas thing. I don't know why. Like it's it's not at all, is it? It's very wintry, I guess. It is. Yeah. Anyway. Well done, everyone on Team Aldi. I hope that you're paid really well. Yeah. Like, last year, I wouldn't actually recommend their book from last year for children. This one, absolutely. Yeah, well, we didn't last year. We slated it. It actually works as a story, which last year's did not. Um, this is the last episode for this year. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we've enjoyed spending this year reading with you. And we'll be back in January. Yay. Happy Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Happy winter to those of you who don't. We'll be back with more books in the new year. Stay well. Keep warm. Bye. Bye. (laughs)